Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What's going on, guys? It's your boy, Anthony, back with another edition of the Fourth Man Podcast. Happy early Thanksgiving to everybody. This episode will be released after Thanksgiving, but recording before. So I just wanted to say happy holidays beforehand. Back here with another another episode. We have a great interview on the back end. Before we do so, a couple of interesting news tidbits I wanted to fill everybody on during this long Big Three offseason. So, before we get into it all, if you want to find the show on social media, at Fourth Man Pod is the best way to find it. My personal is at A underscore Siggy. If you want, want to watch all the show clips on just more of a visual, you can find it on youtube.com slash Fourth Man Pod. And for those of you tuning in on the Nothing But Net channel on Dash Radio every Saturday, we appreciate them as always. And we appreciate you guys for tuning in each and every Saturday on Dash Radio and the Nothing But Net channel. All right, let's get into it. Not too much going on in the world of the big three. Uh, play, a lot of players and individuals are doing a lot of big things, but not too much just on ter- in terms of the league's front. One thing, though, that did pique a little bit of interest was the fact that Kanye West might be one of the new investors of the league. That's right. It, it was reported by a news outlet that Kanye West would be or could be potentially an investor of the league. An interview on Revolt TV that Kanye West did, it was reported that he invested millions into the big three. And he actually said he had negotiations that usually he signs a contract, like that's one page or less. Uh, You know, we did see him at one of the games in Vegas early in the season, I believe it was in week two, uh, make a quick appearance. Uh, not sure if it was just to get a quick look at what the league looked like or if you had a quick conversation with Cube maybe earlier in the weekend or maybe even at the game. I'm not sure. He was literally there for like maybe the last 10 points. That might be even be a stretch. But nonetheless, it looks like Kanye West could be one of the investors for the big three. So not confirmed. Uh, just an assumption at the moment, just based on an interview he did, but certainly a guy that uh, would bring waves to the league and a lot more attention to the league. Obviously, he did so by just making an appearance, didn't even really show his face um, and had made a lot of, you know, it was a lot of attention to the big three that came because of his one appearance and a lot of people were excited. So would be cool if that happened. The other big News point that's happened uh, for a big three individual is actually who we have on as a guest today on our interview. Devin Sweetney was named uh, Windy City Bulls assistant coach uh, about a month ago and big opportunity for him. We got a chance to speak with him about how the opportunity came about. Uh, His big three run from tryout to championship, never said that before because he's the first guy to do it. And so really interesting conversation. So, again, we appreciate everyone who's tuning in, whether it's from an audio standpoint or a visual perspective. And here's our interview with Trilogy Big Three champion, Devin Sweeney. 
All right, guys, today we are welcoming on Trilogy member, Big Three champion, and Windy City Bulls assistant coach, Devin Sweetney. Been waiting a long time for this one. Appreciate you taking the time to join during your busy coaching schedule nowadays. How's everything going for you? Uh, so it's, it's, it's going well. Um, I'm thrilled to talk to you. Uh, it's been a long time coming. Um, and everything is, you know, it's going well. It's just the, you know, first couple of weeks of the season and, you know, things is, you know, hitting full throttle, a lot of adjustments being made and, um, I'm loving it and I'm, I'm enjoying the ride. Yeah. You have definitely, uh, made a little bit of a transition there and man, it's crazy to think right now that we're in November of 2021 after crazy 2020, it's almost the end of a, almost like a rebound year. Um, yeah. From from last year, and for you especially, you've had a lot of opportunities and a lot of success within those opportunities. How would you kind of describe 2021? Looking back at it right now in November, I know we're not all the way in 2022 yet, but just just taking an early look back. I mean, I think any any time you have uh, any type of success after you know just the just the whole pandemic and and just the state of the world, and you know, 2020, there was no there was no life, you know, there was no no sports, there was no, people couldn't go to work, you know, people couldn't do what they love, you know, everything was on hold. Um, I was playing in Greece at the time when, you know, the pandemic hit and, um, you know, payments weren't made and guys had to go home to their families and really just kind of had to figure it out. Um, 2020, 2021 hit and um, I went to go play in, uh, in Asia uh, and I ran for, you know, for, and they had a bubble season and, um, and I was able to uh, compete in the DC Combine with the big three after on my third attempt, you know, my third year trying. And I got a call from um, Jared Jack and, you know, telling me that, you know, they had selected me to uh, replace Quintel Woods to finish up the season. And um, it was, it's been, it's been a blessing, you know, ever since, man, just with us, you know, making history, uh, being the only big three team to, you know, win two titles. And um, with me, I guess, being the first player in Big Three history to win the championship after, you know, competing in the combine, you know, that's been a that's been a blessing in itself. And, um, you know, just shout out to, you know, Ice Cube and the whole Big Three movement and Steven Jackson and my teammates for, you know, making my uh, my experience, you know, one for the ages. And hopefully there are more memories to come. For sure. For sure. You guys got to got to run it back. You guys get to be the only team to keep your team fully intact. Before we get into the big three stuff, I got to ask because you have a lot of new titles, coach being one of them. Yeah. But one, one, I think that's a little bit new to you as well as being a Chicagoan. You're now in Chicago, yeah. the Windy City Bulls. How are you adjusting to life in the Midwest in a big city like Chicago? Man, it's cold. <laughs> it's cold. I'm from, I'm from DC. So it's like, we get a, you know, some winners are, you know, worse than others, but, um, and then sometimes it's, it's not too, too bad, but man, it's, it's a different ball game up here with the weather. So right. I'm, um, I'm, I'm adjusting to coaching, uh, to well, you know, I got a, I was in the NBA ACP program, which is the assistant coaches program. Uh, James White, a former, you know, my, my teammate, uh, former NBA player, he was in there too. And the, the you know, the, the, the purpose of the program is to train former NBA players, WN players to make the transition to be, you know, assistant coach. Um, 
Yeah, Will Bynum was in my class as well. You know, he's with the Big Three as well. So it was um it was a six month virtual program, and they really just you know explained to us about the preparation that goes into coaching and along with the you know the scouting reports and the, the video edits and you know just the whole transition so i was i was well prepared you know for you know the opportunity that came uh actually on my birthday <laughs> oh wow yeah that's a blessing in itself i i did the interview a couple of days before and i got the call a couple of days afterwards and i had to leave literally on my birthday that's wild and and start out so it, it has been a wonderful year for me and my family um and i'm just i'm just thankful you know what i mean i'm, I'm just thankful for all the opportunities uh, yeah let's take it back to the the early part of the summer as the big three introduces the the trial aspect of it you said that you you had attempted to make the big three twice obviously one of the toughest leagues to make because of the limited roster spots and then this year they're like hey we're gonna trim one off as well kind of run it back to how we had it in season one uh but first and foremost how did you find out about the big three I mean is it something that you kept up with and then when you found out about the trial opportunity how you know what made you decide to go that route well um Joe Con this is back when Joe Conley was um director of basketball operations for the league um he was he was a, a longtime trainer of mine and he was a coach of our TBT team uh City of Gods and really half our team, and that was like James White and Damar Johnson, my cousin Michael Sweetney, um, Xavier oh, yeah. Silas, you know what I mean? So Dave Hawkins, you know what I mean? So half our team ended up, you know, going to the big three. But I think at that time, I think the, the requirements was you had to be 30 years old and mm -hmm. you had to be former NBA. So that first year I didn't I didn't make the cut because I was I was 29. And then that following year, I had went to, I got invited to the combine in Vegas, played extremely well to the point where, you know, a lot of people were contacting me like, yo, I heard you did your thing. And, you know, you should definitely be one of the guys drafted. And I thought I was going to get selected and it just didn't, you know, just didn't roll. And, you know, when COVID hit, obviously, you know, they took the year off um, with, you know, which is for regrouping and just recovering in terms of how they wanted to, you know, move forward. And in 2020, I heard they had a DC combine. I found out literally the night before. I didn't even know about it because I, at that point, I was just frustrated. Like, man, you know, I, I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a give it one last, you know, I'm going to give it one last go. For sure. Um, I just went out there and, you know, the tables turned and I was able to secure a ticket to get to Vegas and um, play well in Vegas. And it's, it's so crazy because you never you never know when people are watching, you know, and that's just, that's just what everything, man. I tell these young kids. You know, carry yourself in the, and always in a positive light and always, you know, be respectful to people and always work hard because you never know opportunities come in all shapes and sizes and forms. And you never know. It'd be that one day that, you know, you act up, you can totally block your blessing. And um, I'm just thankful the ball rolled in my favor. And, uh, you know, I joined the, the trilogy and we we got I got the best teammates and the best coach in the world. man. It is, it's a great time with those guys. And certainly well deserved and couldn't have been in a, in a better spot. But I would say the timing was a little bit a little bit uh, impeccable. Uh, I feel like the story is interesting because I know you told it on the big threes, you know, social media and whatnot. But I remember yeah. you kind of giving me a DM or sending me a DM, DM saying that, hey, you're headed to the big three. You're well, replacing Quintel Woods. Like early that morning. I it was like that. seven in the morning. And I remember you said, yeah, I just got here like after midnight. I was like, oh, this this man hasn't even slept. 
Listen, I was um, I'll never, I will never forget this. Like, <laughs> and you know, Jared Jack, he's a he's a friend of mine. He's a, he's always been a mentor, a big brother to me. Uh, you know, just the DC roots, and uh, me and his brother played DC Assault together and stuff like that. So, he called me. It was it was so crazy because I was going to to summer league to scout summer league with my with the ACP program. Mm-hmm. So he literally called me at like one one thirty in the morning, like yo, and I'm I'm like. <laughs> Wait, were you up at this time? Or yeah, because like I, was, I had a, I had a six a.m. flight to oh, go to okay. Vegas to, okay. to, to to you know to you know to try to scout and network for summer league. So mm-hmm. he was like, "Yo," so I'm thinking he like butt dialed me or something. He was like, "Yo, <laughs> what you got going on?" I said, "Man, I'm packing my you know I'm, I'm packing my bags to go to Vegas, you know, with the program." He's like, "Nah, you coming to Chicago tomorrow morning?" I'm like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah you coming yes we're signing you coming to the victory in the morning and then he just hung up that was, <laughs> was it like, what yeah i was just like okay and then you know tom and scott called me the next morning and i and they got my flight that evening and i got in got and got to and it's so crazy because it was chicago <laughs> yeah that's so full circle I was about to say. <laughs> you know what i'm saying it's, it was chicago and i got in at midnight and i was just like wow i'm here just like you know just that that quick so what did they kind of tell you as you came in? I know you know you've known Jarrett for a while. You know you've known uh, James White for a while. What did they kind of tell you that your role would be? You know now that you're coming in. For- uh, I mean, he, he. I didn't. I didn't really know what my role was. He. They know. I, obviously, they know I can play. They know. Mm-hmm. You know my abilities and you know the reputation I have. You know, over you know back home in DC and you know just over my professional career. And he told me, he said, man, listen, be ready to hoop. You know, I, I don't know how much you're going to play, if you're going to play, or you might play all game. Who knows? But I know you can play D, and I know you're one of the, you know, the best one-on-one player, one-on-one guys, you know, we have back home. So, you know, just be ready to hoop. So, you know, that was my approach. You never have to worry about professionalism or anything like that with me. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I was just like, okay, I'm ready. <laughs> whenever yeah. you guys, you know, whenever y'all say word, you know, I get it, you know. That's a great mindset to have coming in. And especially, I feel like the situation was so good for you because you get to play for Steven Jackson, who's a big three bet, you know, one NBA championship, inches away from winning a championship in the big three as a player, uh, you know, one of the OGs of the league. What was it like suiting up for him? And, you know, you know, how did, did you take anything away from him as, you know, being a coach now, being a coach yourself? Nah, I mean, you know, I uh well, you know, once I became coach, they all everybody in the, you know, we still have our group chat. We still talk, sure. you know, a couple times a week. You know, I know everybody's busy, but um, you know, we still keep in contact and stuff like that. And you know, yeah, I asked Stack to ask you, I asked him, I pick his brain a lot. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? We actually um, you know, good uh, one of my good friends is you know, it's like a, it's like family to him. So like I said, it was just you know, it was just it was just all love from you know, you know the 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 first you know the first day, and I mean. To play for a guy like Steven Jackson, I mean, he's done so much off the court, you know, just, you know, you know, just for just, you know, just for, you know, our people and our culture and just, you know, everything what he's got going on with this podcast, and everything he stands for and represents me. I mean, you got to you you got to be happy to want to uh, hit your wagon to, you know, a guy like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's pretty crazy. So you get there, you know, your, your team ends up doing well. I mean. You're essentially making history as as the season's going on. You're not only the one of the first guys ever to go from tryout to DC Combine. You're also the first one to make it to a, a playoff game and then a championship oh. game and then win a championship. I mean, like, okay. can you describe the ride in one word, or did it just no, hit you like no, a whirlwind? It, it happened so fast. <laughs> like, I, I, you know what I mean? I probably did. 
plenty of interviews and everybody asked me like, yo, what was it like? And it's like that feeling at that point, man, I can't even explain it. Like sometimes I have to go back and look at all the videos we, you know, we made in the locker room, you know, spraying the champagne and, you know, all the photos after because it happened so quick. It was just like Jared hit that shot. And it was like the confetti came out and it was just like that. It was like, oh, my goodness. Like me and Briscoe were looking at each other like, yo, we really just won. Like this. (laughs) So, I mean, I think I I think I just complimented those guys well, man. And and I'm looking forward to, you know, winning another one this year. (laughs) Man, for sure. Uh, It's kind of cool, too, because there's not a lot of people who can say that they've had a family member playing it. You know, you're. Your cousin Michael was one of the, the OGs of the league playing for three yeah. companies, one of the first members. Did he ever tell you kind of what the league would be like? I know it's changed a little bit just because of age and, and maybe there's a few more calls now than maybe they were in the past there. But did he ever give you like any expectations of what to expect? I mean, I mean, that's my big cuz. So it's like um, he don't say much. But when he says <laughs> it's impactful, he was like, yo, cuz, man, I'm proud of you. But, hey, man, make sure you get a good warm-up in, man. <laughs> he said, quick. <laughs> you be sitting on the side. He's like, you be sitting on the side, and then you get in the game, you be cold. So he's like, man, just make sure you stay loose out there because it's, it's CBS. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, that everyone's watching you there. That's cool. I feel like that's history in itself, just another, you know, history point that you were able to come in and make and everything. Um, you, you mentioned your teammates a few times. So I kind of want to play like a short little game uh, to kind of get to know your relationship with your teammates a little bit better and okay. your thoughts on them. Um, it's kind of just like a, a most likely two, and I'll ask you different scenarios. So first one being, this is for the most, I guess, uh, one that's kind of adventurous, outgoing, um, willing to to be risky, most likely to swim with sharks. James White. <laughs> Easily? Easily. Easily. <laughs> Man. Okay. I could definitely see that. He he seems yeah. like a risk taker for sure. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, this is for the uh the trivia guys out there. The most likely to carry the team in a game of family feud. You know, if it was you versus like let's say like three-headed monsters in a game of family feud, who's gonna carry you guys to the victory in that? Uh, maybe it, it might, you know, it might be a tie between, between Jared Jack and Steven Jackson. Mm. There's some real intelligent guys. And I even throw a mirror in there too. There's some, there's some, there's some real, some real, real intelligent guys. Let me and ask so- you, do, uh, I felt like Stack and Charles Oakley were two guys that butt heads a lot because they had strong opinions. Um, and they were very knowledgeable about the game, right? Our yeah. Stack and Jack, uh, did they ever have anything like that go on during the season where they just like butt ahead about certain plays or certain schemes that they should be running or anything like oh, that? Oh, no, nah, no. Nah. For, for the most part, I mean, for the everybody gets along. You know, we were all on That's a, cool. the same the same page. And um, I would say the, the guy in the locker room who probably comes up with the, you know, the most schemes is probably James White. You know, mm. he definitely you definitely gonna look up me. He's definitely gonna be ahead. Well, he's already coaching um for sure um, the 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 the, the TBL. Team, uh, yeah, and the, the team in Houston, and, you know, he did a good job with those guys. I think a couple of those guys got drafted to the G League this year. So, you know, Flight's definitely got a future in, in coaching for sure. Okay. A couple of brainiacs on the team that you could choose between. All right, last one. The most likely to get a role in a movie and win an Academy Award. You know, I feel like that's a very relevant question with Ice Cube being a director, an actor, et cetera. 
Oh, Jack, St- Steven Jackson, man. He's got the, <laughs> he's got the, he's got the charisma. He's got the, you know what I mean? He's got the look, yep. man. I could definitely see him in, you know, one of these Netflix, you know, he's already in the Netflix special. So yeah. You know what I'm saying? I could definitely see him in a, in a, in a movie or something soon, man. Yeah. hundred percent, hundred percent. Sign me up. I, I play a couple <laughs> roles or two. Hey. Know, I, do all too. <laughs> I, I like that. Let's make your own documentary after this, after this crazy <laughs> year, for sure. Um, Actually, a great way to segue to my next point. Um, you know, you made history multiple times, like I mentioned, on the journey. Uh, you know, first trial player to get to a comp- combine, you know, first trial player to, to make a playoff game, win a championship, you know, a lot of things. Like, ultimately, you know, what do you want other underdogs to be able to take away from your in- inspirational story, whether they're from your hometown or just watching from an outside perspective? I think uh... – I think, you know, obviously basketball is a, you know, tool for all of us that, you know, has, you know, has made us a lot of money and, you know, got us an education and taking us all around the world. But I think, I think blessings come from, you know, people that genuinely do it the right way. You know, I think um, basketball is half the battle, but I think being a good person, well, I know being a good person and treating people the right way and um, always, you know, always, you know, doing right by others and, you know, being respectful and putting the hard work in. I think it'll always, you know, the life will always come find you. You, you know what I mean? Opportunities will, will definitely shape in your path if you, you know, if you, if you, if you stay, if, if you treat people, you know, well, like, you know, because it comes down to obviously everybody at that combine could play. You know, obviously everybody at that combine can run, score, you know, get to the basket, pass, dunk, you know, but at the end of the day, what type of person is he? You know, what type of dude is he? Is he is he is he a selfish guy? Is he, you know, if he doesn't play, is he going to be pouting on the bench? Like, you know, what type of person he is? And I think I've just, you know, I've been fortunate enough to, you know, come from a good family that, you know, has taught me, you know, how to carry myself, you know, the right way. And I think, you know, the universe, you know, just rewarding me for that and I'm, I'm thankful for it definitely very motivational I think that's something a lot of people can take away especially I feel like you have one of the true underdog stories that's very inspirational and it's kind of only beginning here like this yeah. you know it's only kind of the start of it so that's super cool to see that being said to conclude kind of the, the big three aspect of it one underrated moment of the season and one personal goal you're working on before the start of next season uh, I would say one underrated moment this year. I would say when uh, I would say when we swim with the Dolphins in Bahamas. Ooh, okay, that's pretty dope. Yeah, I, I got the yeah because I got the you know I got this I got to swim with with Nancy Lieberman. And, Man, that's and she, sick. Not like, say you know, that. <laughs> uh, you know, I got to I got to be with Nancy. And we got to, you know, we got to talk a, a lot. And, um, you know, she, she's a, she's a wonderful, she's a wonderful human being. She's a wonderful lady, man. She's an inspiration of all basketball, men and women. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anybody, that you sucks. know, comes back to play professionally at 50. <laughs> you know, you got to, you know, you know, she's Michael Jordan. She's Michael Jordan of, of, of women's basketball. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. that was definitely a moment where I look back. I was like, yeah, I really did that. I was really <laughs> Swim with Hall of Famers, play against Hall of Famers. You do yeah. it all in Bahamas. And I would say one uh, goal is for us to get another championship. You know, I, I, period. <laughs> yeah. <run> it back. <laughs> I'm interested to see, too, if they add a, another roster spot next year just to see if, or if it's just 
you know, going to be five people again. I kind of like the aspect of having, there's so much talent. I think it's the thing. Yeah. I think there's so yeah, many I mean, talented it, people. It's, it's going to be, it's going to definitely be interesting, but you know, Ice Cube is full of surprises. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure, I'm yeah, pretty sure he's, right. um, I'm pretty sure, you know, he's all about the, him and Chris, they're all about the, you know, the betterment of, of the league and the, mm-hmm. and the fans and, you know, they interact with, you know, with, with everybody. So I know they're working, you know, I know whatever they, you know, decide to add, or I know it's going to only going to be beneficial to everybody. So I can't wait. Yeah, me too. I just say that because you you see how many people got drafted and then you see how many people got the opportunity that weren't drafted that made such a big impact on their team. Right. I mean, right. That's a lot of it was talent. Like the guys, that goes it was kind of like the guys that got picked up, you know, along some of the guys that got picked up along the way, you know, made big splash, you know, Justin Denman, one of them, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So, uh, and it's, it's so crazy how the universe connect because I was in Iran and I had left like right before the playoffs and to my team, Justin Denman replaced me. No way. That's <laughs> so when wild. we got to the combine, I was, I seen him in Vegas. I was like, yo, you, you, <laughs> Wait. I said, bro, you replaced me, bro. That's crazy. <laughs> that's wild. It's crazy. Yeah, that's what I feel like I've heard a few guys playing the league say is one of the coolest aspects. He's just like, you hang with everybody that you've made connections oh, with man, in the past, all, like small world. And that's, that's, that's another thing I would say is a, I would, it's like an underrated or like a kind of like something I, I didn't, I didn't know. Like, cause you know, you got, you know, you got some big names, you got guys like Joe Johnson, Al Jefferson, you know, these are guys that I grew up watch, you know, mm-hmm, watching, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Playing, you know what I mean? Like, and everybody is so cool. Like Pargo was a, was an assistant with Windy City, um, two years ago. I mean, he's with the Pacers now, but he was at he was yeah. at our game two two nights ago, and we chopped it up. Give what I'm saying. So everybody, the big three family is just so cool. And me and Park mm-hmm. go sat at sat cool um, in Bahamas, and you know he was just you know just giving me advice on um, on you know just moving forward if I'm gonna pursue coaching and you know what's the do's and what's the don'ts and you know what I mean. So it's man, that's one cool. Family, yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter. You know. You know, Cube says it best, not about your name, about your game. I really feel like you get to see that uh, in the big three. But not only, not only from, like, a, a basketball perspective, but just, like, from a personal perspective. Like, it doesn't really matter where you've come from or who you are or the publicity you get. It's just, like, everybody's, like, super yeah. humble and cool. Yeah, super humble, man. Joe Johnson, man, class, class guy, class guy, like – you know, top top guy talk to talk to you. You know what I mean. Doesn't walk around. He's two. He's back to back MVP. You know, you got to talk to right. anybody. Yeah, cool as ice, so cool, man. Yeah, for so. sure, for sure, man. That's so dope. Okay, I, I want I gotta talk about your coaching career because it's crazy. I feel like everyone that played this year is just getting into coaching and like yeah. honestly the right the right people for it. Um, and now you're an assistant coach for the Windy City Bulls. Uh, you said you were in a program. When did you know that you wanted to get into coaching, or has that always been a, a dream aspiration of yours? Well, I, I, I did say this because I was, you know, I was still currently um, playing and um, just, mm-hmm. you know, sorting through, uh, you know, just some, you know, overseas offers. And obviously, because of COVID, you know, just certain places and you know, just the money is just, you know, every country's in recovery mode. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So I wasn't going to leave, you know, under, you know, under my value, and I had been bugging John Wolf in the NBA office for, you know, since I was in the G League playing with the Go-Go three seasons ago, um, just about, you know, opportunity, uh, you know, just, you know, to enhance, to transition, you know, I'm, I just turned 34 years old. So he, I finally was able to get into the program six months and everybody, literally everybody from my class got, um, got hired. So oh, literally, wow. 
Yeah, like I think, but but one, one or two people. But I think my class of like nineteen people, everyone got pretty much got better jobs and are either in wow. NBA or G League affiliate. So, um, I I got mine. I was literally at my son's football game, and I'm just thinking, oh, I'm gonna just you know I'm gonna go back overseas in a couple months, and you know I'm just I was <laughs> it was just a lot with the summer with the big three. You know, yeah. I didn't want to just go back. You know, just go back over right then. So I was I was aiming maybe like December January ish, and um. Stacy Lovelace called me, said, hey, Devin, I think I got a wonderful opportunity for you. It was the Chicago Bulls. You know, they called it. Their ears. And then I was just like, man, I'd be a fool not to take this, you know, take this opportunity. And, and, it's, and, it's, and it's been amazing. It's been amazing. It's been man, amazing. that's cool. And you get to play in the big three during the summer, which is, you know, so you get, yeah. it's kind of an easy, easier balance maybe than going overseas and coming back and getting adjusted. No, just for the life sure. in general. Um, yeah, also kind of dope that, like, you know, Jack is is getting kind of his first co- real like big coaching opportunity as well. And you know, you know, you guys, you guys were playing together on the same team. Did you guys kind of run any ideas by each other just in terms of coaching, or has he given you any advice when it comes to being a coach? I think. Um, well, yeah, we kind of we kind of see mine's happened so sudden. So yeah, he, yeah. Had already, he had already accepted his job, I think when we were in Bahamas mm-hmm. and um, I didn't, I was in a program and the program was just finishing, but I still hadn't had anything concrete. So I just yeah. thought maybe next year, you know what I mean? The contacts that I did make and, you know, I did interview a couple of times, but um, I just figured I would go back, but um, he, you know, he congratulated me on it and said, you know, that's major. Um, let them know if I, you know, if I need anything, if I need to talk or whatever. But I, our schedules has just been, you know, it's just in, it's season mode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he, he's probably in the office right now if he's not on the road, you know, so. Mm-hmm. I was looking at y'all's schedule a little bit. I was going to see if you guys played uh, Iowa, see if you, you play against your teammate or, you know, run into your teammate uh, Isaiah oh, Briscoe over there. Playing real well. He's playing real yeah. well. He's doing really well. Uh, it's it's pretty crazy to see like opposite ends of the fe- spectrum there a little bit, but you know, what have what have your uh, have you been keeping up with Isaiah since you know you're more G League yeah, focused yeah, at the I, moment? Yeah, and yeah. how yeah, do you feel about all... his development over there with the, oh, the, the Wolves? I'm ha- I'm happy for um Briscoe. I don't think it's I don't think there's anybody that you know ever will question Briscoe's you know his talent and um no doubt and ability you know you know guys can't stay in front of him and you know he locks up on defense and and I hope he you know I hope one of these teams sign him one of these NBA teams crazy you know, he's not in the NBA and 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 give him you know he needs to be back that's where he belongs and um he's a, he's a very hard worker and um I wish you know I wish the best for him anything I could do for him you know it's always love so yeah, playing well. So as an assistant coach now with Windy City, what has your day to day looked like? It's no longer training and preparing for a season. Uh, well, it is, but not necessarily in that way right now. No, so what's your my development. Like? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, what's your day to day look like? Man, I've been since I've been here. I've been here. It's been a month almost. I've I've been in the office pretty much every day, seven a.m. workout. Um, we have our coaches meeting, we go over edits, we go over practice plan. My guys get here early, train them, work them out, get extra shots. Then we go straight into practice. After practice, work guys out, get extra shots. We come back in, break down some film, go over, have a practice plan together, plan the next day. And, you know, my days, I mean, I've had some days are like 
15 hours, like 12, Man. 13, 14, 15 hours. Um, you know, just putting the work in, just learning, just growing, just developing, um, watching a lot of film, a lot of basketball, um, uh, figuring out, you know, what drills, um, you know, just really just being a sponge, you know, being a sponge to uh, the other assistants and to the head coach and um, just really try to, to help our guys, you know, get to where they need to go. So, For sure. How are you guys feeling about the season so far? Uh, you know, it's still kind of earlier in the season, but how how you feeling about the guys so far this season? Uh, I, I love our team. I think the the sky's the limit. You know, once we uh, once we were able to you know put together the two halves and um, you know, our two ways have been back and forth, and our you know our assignment has been you know back and forth as well. So like I said, it's early, and um, you know once we get everybody together, and um, I, I'm I'm sure we can you know be up there compete with any team in the G League. Not even yeah. Uh, there's a lot of talented guys on Windy City's roster. I'm a big fan of Ethan Thompson just because I watched a lot of Pac-12 basketball, especially yeah. in the tourney. Uh, yeah. You know, the run he made, not only through that tournament, but in the NCAA tournament was pretty special. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ethan, um, he's one of our hardest workers, man. He's one of, he's a, he's a great kid with a great attitude. And um, I think he has a, I think that's a, that's definitely um, one of the guys, you know, you will look up in um, a year or two and see on somebody's roster as well. Um, and um, Ethan's got a shot and he's playing real well. And um, I'm happy to be, you know, a part of his process as well. So for sure, for sure, man, it's so cool to see, uh, you know, where this year has taken you in 2021. Um, you know, not just looking back on the year, but, you know, your whole basketball career from when you started to, you know, going from St. Francis to a little bit of time in the NBA and the G League and overseas, big three, now coaching. Like, no, no. It's, it might be hard to like pin down one thing, but what is do you feel like has been the most important trait to have or, or do you feel like is to have, you know, in order to be successful just in this industry in general? Yeah, I have two things, two things you got. You have you got to have thick skin like your mental. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because it's not easy. It's not easy being away from your family, you know on holidays. It's not easy going to a country and a team where you're the only import and they don't speak your language and the payment's late and you're missing your family. You know what I mean? And, you know, you can't go to American restaurant. You know, there is no, you know, not much social life and you still got to walk in there. It's cold outside. Like you still have to walk mm -hmm. in that gym, positive attitude every day. You know, you, there, there are a lot of barriers that, you know, you would deal with. So mentally you, your mindset has got to be stronger than your feelings and emotions. That's one thing. And the second thing, you gotta work. You gotta put the work in. You know, you look up yeah. Kevin Durant, LeBron James, Russell Westbrook, these guys, Chris Paul, you know what I'm saying? Like these guys in the off season, they devote their life to this. They work, they work like they, they haven't made a penny and they're fighting to make the team. You gotta yeah. put the work in. You gotta improve. You gotta take this, you know, you gotta, you gotta go, you know, you gotta take this serious. You know, I tell the guys all the time, like you, you know, you gotta work, you gotta put your time in. Mm -hmm. And I put a lot of time into, you know, my 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 craft. You know, a lot of time. And um just glad it's all paying off. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, for sure. Wise words that I think anybody can really take, not just in the basketball world, but anybody can really take and, and implement it into their daily lives. So Appreciate the wise words. Um, last thing, I don't, I don't know. You're used to playing overseas, so do you even get to spend Thanksgiving here half the time? And 
you know, what are kind of your Thanksgiving plans? <laughs> It's all every year has always been birthdays and Thanksgiving and Christmas. I've always been like, you know, Away. normally yeah. like normally my family, you know, my family will come over or I, maybe I might, but I'm so used to, you know, being by myself on the holidays. It's okay. I, it's just another day. Like I just look at it like, you know, just another day I call and I check on everybody. Hey, love y'all. See y'all soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and then just, you know, just try to put my head down and, you know, trying to and, and get the task done. So. No doubt, no doubt. All right, well, hopefully hopefully you can still enjoy it and uh, spend a little time with family. But man, I really appreciate the time. Uh, really enjoy watching the journey. I know it's still continuing. So watching the journey and uh, best of luck the rest of the year coaching and uh, look forward to reconnecting before the new big three season, seeing you guys can defend that title. Can't wait. We're going to defend it. <laughs> <We're gonna> defend <laughs> it. I appreciate the opportunity and, and, and good luck to you. I've been seeing the movement been growing with you as well. So that's, that's hey, I'm trying to do the same grind you are. It's just, just hopefully it'll pay off. You know, like you said, it, it takes time. So for yeah, sure. You're getting, there. you're getting there. Keep at it. Keep at it. Man, I appreciate that. That was our interview with Devin Sweetney, Big Three champion. We should appreciate his time. He's obviously in the middle of the G League season, but had a lot of really good insight on, you know, what it takes to really be successful in the basketball industry and, and really just life in general. It was really cool to hear his side, you know, how he's got involved, how hard he's been working. Um, and, you know, obviously, I, I don't know if a lot of people knew. I didn't even really make the connection of the Sweetney family tree being in the league already, but Michael Sweetney being an, an OG member of the big 343s company, which is another dope aspect that that Devin Sweetney, uh, I guess, him the Sweetney family made during the this long uh you know comeback big three season. So we appreciate his time and best of luck to him on the rest of the G League season and looking forward to see if trilogy can run it back next year. We appreciate everyone who tuned in. We'll be back again next month for another big three monthly update during the long off season before we're back on a regular weekly schedule. Hopefully have another interview on that end. But for anybody who enjoys the show, like we said Follow a lot of uh, cool content that we've been doing on our Instagram page at Fourth Man Pod. And you can also follow the show uh, if you want a visual perspective on youtube.com slash Fourth Man Pod. And we appreciate everyone on Dash Radio and the Nothing Manette channel. See you guys next time. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.